here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Rob McCarron. Pyro, Michael Cole. Oh my God, is that? Oh, it's the demon. The demon has returned. Jeff Hawkins. Choke slam and that's it. There you go. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. Big cast fired. NXT UK. Money in the bank. NXT TakeOver, Raw, SmackDown, 205, NXT. You're just naming WWE shows at this point. They they, they all happened in the week that we've been gone, Rob. That's WWE UK. You mentioned that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just been a plethora of things. And and, and, and also a little bit of tragedy in that Uh the passing of legendary, possibly the best big man to ever grace wrestling, in my opinion. Big Van Vader. Yes. Sad news. Uh, I I saw that people were tweeting about Vader throughout the day, but I did not see any tweets that directly referenced that he had passed. So I'm like, okay, it's Vader Remembrance Day for some reason. And it probably <laughs> took me about a good three or four hours from when I first started seeing Vader tweets to recognize that, oh, he passed away. Um, and this is coming off of the last year where there's been some turmoil with Vader. Uh, there was some health stuff. He was he was undergoing surgery not too long ago when he was tweeting about it. Um, but yeah, Vader uh, has passed away. What was your first memory? What was your first interaction with Vader? Because I'm guessing our first interactions are totally different from each other. Yes, they, they have to be because it's generational. I remember when he was first introduced into what what was WCW, I think, at the time. I think it had just been branded that. Mm-hmm. And I remember the helmet. The, the big Darth Vader looking helmet with the steam coming out, sure. Vader's coming. And it was just like a little promo type of video coming in. I was like, okay, who is this guy? Seems a little clownish. And then, and then, then he came out and he wrestled and you're just like, this dude is a badass. Yeah. I love, I love Vader. I, I wish he had never gone to WWE because once he goes to WWE, to me, his, his career is basically over. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know a lot of people like that last Noah run in the late nineties, but for me, it's new Japan, Vader, all Japan, Vader, WCW Vader. And, and that's, that's the list pretty much. I mean, just a dude who, I mean, he's the first guy of that size I ever saw do moonsaults and you're just like, what the F (laughs) again? And then just his, his offense was just so brutal. And, you know, he was a nice guy, but he was absolutely stiff in the ring. And you could just see guys just getting hammered with those giant fists of his in the corner. And there's plenty to watch on the network if you want to see it. And there's plenty to watch on New Japan World if you happen to have that as well. But, I mean, uh, uh, one of the more underrated of his matches is uh, Clash 29 versus Dustin Rhodes, which is really good. The Cactus Jack matches are the ones people talk about a lot. Um, there's a quick, you know, double count out against Stan Hansen. That's pretty darn good. But man, Vader. Oh, and of course, you know, the flare match for, uh, 
where he took Sid's place, or no, where Flair took Sid's place in the World Heavyweight title match and was retirement versus uh, title. Uh, we watched that for the top 100. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I mean, he, he was so, so good. This tag team with Bam Bam Bigelow is one of my favorite things to watch as well. Um, your memories are probably more lead up to the Attitude Era. Well, my first interaction with Vader, and I'm guessing there's listeners out there right now who have been listening to the show for years and can probably guess what my first interaction with Vader was. And it was indeed seeing him on Boy Meets World. It's a true story. <laughs> seeing him on Boy Meets World, because at the time he was on Boy Meets World, I was still, uh, I don't know exactly what year he was on Boy Meets World, but I was not a WWF viewer at that time because it was probably what, 96, 97? I was watching WCW if it was 97, and if it was 96, I hadn't started watching yet. So my first experience with Vader was when he was uh, when he was the bully's dad on yeah. Boy Meets World for an episode or two, and it was cool. So my, my first experience was with Leon White, wasn't even with Vader, because Vader was big, mean wrestler, but he was, he was, uh, he was well thought out dad of the bully on Boy Meets World. Uh, that was my first experience, and then uh, watching him in WWF when I finally started watching WWF here and there, uh, where he wasn't necessarily anything special. It was the, you know, it's the Vader time entrance. It was a big entrance, but he wasn't a main eventer by any means. So I, did, I didn't see main event run Vader. I didn't have that history with him. I started as Boy Meets World Vader, and then uh, upper mid-carder, big tough guy, almost like a Kane-like. I mean, to me, he he's basically equal to Kane. He's never the top guy. Huh. He's always built as a big tough guy, but he's upper mid Carter tough guy when they need a tough guy. That's, See, that's what fandom, I remember of Vader. Yeah, for my fandom, he's the guy sure. that that WWE missed the boat on the most. Okay, possibly in history. Um, you know, say what you will about how they blew Ric Flair, and they did in many ways. He he held the title, but he was never the guy in WWF. Yeah. And he never had the big drawing program with Hogan that probably should have been there. Vader should have gotten the title. And the click was the click back then. And Shawn Michaels, you know, hey, you know what, Vince? This guy really isn't as good as, you know, that kind of backstage politicking going on. So he never got the run. And then eventually, eventually, if you're that type of act and you don't get the big wins, people just check out and then you don't become a main event act. And, and, you know, people who followed his career, like, like me on, on the internet and stuff, everybody was like, just clamoring, like, man, the guy should have stayed in WCW. He would have been so much better off. I'm not certain of that once the NWO came around because everybody lost to them, but his career in WWF was stilted by the fact that they never get, they didn't give him the title when they were supposed to. And then they had to figure out things to do with him. Yeah, it's hey, obviously a sad day. I mean, he was in his early 60s. Uh, I mean, he wasn't, uh, this isn't a guy who's 80 years old from the from the 60s wrestling. This was someone who went into the 90s and the early 2000s, uh, was on WWE TV as late as what, 2005 in an on-screen role for, uh, he was Jonathan Coachman's bodyguard in a way. We're working indies the past working couple years against Will Ospreay. Yeah, yeah. A big match with Will Ospreay. I mean, this and, guy went into the 2000 He won't do the job for Ospreay. No That's one. the best part. And he shouldn't. God damn it. He's, he's big Van Vader. Could be getting beat by this little pencil neck geek. Pipsqueak Will Ospreay. 
Uh, so Vader, Leon White, passing away. Uh, we move on to happier subjects. Uh, how great is professional wrestling and UFC Hall of Famer Ronda Rousey? Uh, in ring, she's definitely great. Uh, the acting still needs work, in my opinion. It's ter- um, She has two modes. She has happy to be there Ronda Rousey. And, and then let me look angry and mean Ronda Rousey. Uh, yes. But her, her fluidity. Uh, she's, she's now incorporating. And I guess I, I can say now incorporating, even though this is really the first singles match she's had and the first big physical promo she's done since that WrestleMania run. Uh, she, the judo throws are wonderful being thrown into Ronda Rousey's repertoire. I am going to make a statement and I want to know if you think I am correct or if I'm out of bounds. Okay. If you're out the of bounds two, or correct. Mixing metaphors matches, there. The top two matches uh-huh. of money in the bank were, yes were Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey. That was this number one. No, no particular order. Yep. No, that was number one. Really? Because I had the women's money in the bank as number one. Okay. Well, either and way. I, that is number two. Okay. All right. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax was my number one. Uh, okay. That match and the Alexa Cashin, I'm putting all together because if you think that Seth Rollins, that's triple threat match and the Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match were great, that was two matches. Okay. And they were fantastic. You're putting them all together. I'm putting Alexa Bliss's cash in with Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax at number one. And then my number two match. Uh, yeah, I might go the women's money in the bank ladder match. And think about how much product there is out there that we yeah. can't take any time to let it digest of how good that women's money in the bank match it was, was. It was just so early on in the show. And they- and they don't plug it at all yeah. other than, yeah, it happened. Now let's move on to the next feud. Well, I'm you, just like, wow. you can't, you can't really plug it too much on SmackDown. Cause you got to move on to the next thing. And you can't really plug it too much on raw because Ronda Rousey wasn't in the money in the bank match. And she's the top yeah. story in that division right now. And the winner of the money bank match is the women's champion. So she's got to move on to her next feud too, because Alexa bliss won the money in the bank and then defeated Nia Jax for the title. So you're not really concentrating on the briefcase. There's no briefcase anymore. It's just the champion and it's Alexa bliss. Yeah. I mean, but it's just a shame that you can't, you know, that, that I mean, it really won't mean anything in the ether until, until we start talking about money in the bank mm-hmm. next year. That's true. That's true. It won't mean too much. Uh, what does mean a lot now is Jeff Hawkins. Mac Weldon is back with us. Yay. on Shake Them Ropes. Very happy to have Mac Weldon back as a sponsor. Uh, Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. And guys, if you did not go to MacWeldon.com and shop with them the first go around here on Shake Them Ropes, do not delay. Now is the time to do it. They will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. And They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. They will not only fit great, feel great, you will continue to smell great. Wearing Mac Weldon, Jeff, uh, they sent us a few things to try. I know you're still waiting on your socks. You're waiting on your underwear. I am happy to get that sent out to you. I have been able to try mine. Mm -hmm. I have been able to try. We got this silver knit polo. I wear a lot of polos during the summer. It's summer. Go on to Mac Weldon right now and try the best polos you were ever wear. They are comfortable. They fit great. I was surprised I found the exact right size for me because right now I'm in this little issue where I'm growing mostly in the belly. So it's a struggle to find the exact right size for me right now. I'm like in between a medium and a large, but get the silver net polo. If you're one out there trying to look good in the summer, uh, they got the best feeling socks you will ever wear. 
Mac Weldon is a tremendous product, Jeff. I'm excited to get you yours out there because it's a wonderful thing to try. And right now, for Shake Them Ropes listeners, you can get 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com, enter promo code STR at checkout, and you will get your 20% off. Try it. Mac Weldon believes so much that these are going to be the best products that you wear that they offer a guarantee that is unparalleled by anyone else. If you do not like your first pair, you can keep them and they will still refund you. No questions asked. That's right. Try it out. You will not have to worry about that refund policy because you are going to love it and you are going to be shopping for more. But not right now, get your 20% off. Get it off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com. Use promo code STR. Happy to have Mac Weldon back on the show, Jeff. Oh, I am as well. What did the wife think of uh, the clothes? Because that's that's always the test. It's like it's the first thing that I've bought for myself that she's actually been proud of me for. Ooh, that's how good these are. That's right. I'm I'm a terrible shopper. What I love about MacWeldon.com is they really make it easy to shop. If you tried a year ago when they were sponsoring our show. That was an easy experience. It's 10 times easier right now. Everything's simple to shop for. Everything's labeled pretty well, and it's just easy. So go get your 20% off right now. MacWeldon.com, promo code S-T-R. Uh, Jeff, there was a lot of stuff in the news. Uh, we still have money in the bank to run through. NXT TakeOver Chicago, this week's television, 205 Live. WWE UK is happening. It's already happened, but it's airing next week. We got live right now. We're not going to go into any spoilers for NXT TV, but NXT TV is taping tonight as we record this show. So there's a lot going on, but one thing that happened this week that I was not anticipating and not ready for was the firing of big Cass, Colin Cassidy, William Morrissey. And by the way, how do you not let him use his real name? Gosh, darn it. William Morrissey. That's a wrestling name. Big Cass fired. <laughs> yeah. The, the, part of the problem with this was, was the way that it came out was it sounded like at first Vince had fired him during a talent meeting in, in public. And, and when that happens, you think, Oh, it's something egregious. But when it came out that now it's just a one-on-one -on -one thing, you kind of knew it was kind of a, it, it, it wasn't just one thing. It had to be more than one thing. It had to be more than just the taking the initiative to, you know, put in a couple of, of, of punches on, on a little person meant to represent Daniel Bryan. There, there were other behavioral things. And look, we know that WWE has its idiosyncrasies. You know, they want, you know, oh, we want we want guys to be one of the boys and hang out at the bar and drink and be manly and all that stuff. But you know what? If you have a bad attitude when you get drunk. <laughs> it's somebody mad. Um, but it speaks a lot to the fact that there is no one guy that is going to be important enough for them to keep mm -hmm. because they have the TV money. Now we don't need the spectacle necessarily. You're great. We want to do something with you, but we don't need you. And it's, well, uh, part of that too is not, uh, not do we need any one person, but there are so many people. There's Lars Sullivan looming down in NXT. There's so many other talents that you have on the roster is we don't have to put up with the shenanigans from one person anymore. We don't have I'm, to put up with it. 
I'm going to put it this way. There are, I mean, we, we say this when these types of things happen. There are guys who can get away with these kinds of things and guys who can't. Cass there, is a guy who can't. There are so and, fewer guys, by the way, right now that can. Yes. There are so few guys. Who's who's a, who's a member on the roster, a regular full-time member on the roster right now? Because we're not counting Brock Lesnar, John Cena. Those are the guys who obviously can get away with whatever they want. But am I thinking it's Randy Orton and that's it? Randy Orton. Maybe Jeff Hardy, if you consider the number of chances he's still getting, well, they they'd fire him and bring him back. Like that's that's mm-hmm. fine, but they're not. I mean, they're not going to put up with if he's you know going right. into his own on TV. That was never something Jeff Hardy did. No, but, no, and no, if he no, did, no. I I don't know of a guy on the roster that would be completely one hundred percent safe right now. I don't think Roman Reigns would be completely one hundred percent safe if he was doing some of the things that it sounds like Big Cass was doing, going into business for himself on live television. SmackDown is a live show. You're going to add two minutes to a segment just because you want to. You're going to beat up someone and make it look bad on television just because you want to when it wasn't written for you. You're going to be a prima donna in the backstage area. You're going to kick people out of the locker room just because you don't know who they are. This is something that would not be tolerated by almost anyone on that roster. And Randy Orton might be the one guy right now that I would say he's the most safe of anyone on that roster. Yeah, but that's also all behavior that used to be encouraged in the company. But not when anymore. You, yeah, I, I know. But, I mean, the personal behavior aside of both Cass and Enzo, the beginning of the end for both of them was when they broke up this team, which is a little bit of a tragedy in a way. Look, yeah. I, I'm not condoning what either of them have done, but they were the second biggest money-making act in WWE in terms of merchandise. What could have been? When they broke them up. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, they're definitely one of those what could have been, uh, you know, tag teams. Just the fall from grace, too, happened so quickly. What was it two years ago? These guys were a hot tag team. And that's how yes. long it was. That's we it. were three years ago. We were blind. The fact that they, or we were decrying the fact that they never got to run with the NXT tag championships. Right. And and because they were so popular mm-hmm. and we were just like, we thought they were going to be the next new age outlaws in terms of longevity because they had the catchphrases. They had a couple of spots, but of course Vince doesn't like tag teams. He likes big guys. We knew the writing was on the wall. We just didn't think it was going to be that quick. And, and, well, that's one of the surprising things about it. And that's part of all of this. I mean, they're hiring everybody. They're not releasing anyone because uh, they got this upcoming TV money from both Fox and NBC Universal. Uh, the stock's doing better. The network is gaining subscribers. The live tours are doing great. They're doing these money-making big shows in Australia and Dubai and everywhere else, Saudi Arabia. Uh, they're doing all these big shows. They're making so much money. They're not firing anyone. Plus, Vince McMahon, you said it, loves big guys, loves to mold these people into big stars. He see he saw something in big casts, obviously, So you have all that going for you with what Vince likes and that you're a big dude. You have the fact that they're not firing anybody. There's probably, there's a lot of stuff that's come out, rumors about why Big Cass was fired. That's probably not even touching the the ceiling because this guy had so much going for him and they still let him go. They didn't punish him. They didn't suspend him. They didn't send him uh, down to NXT. They didn't send him uh, home you know, while still paying him or just to, to come back after a little while, they fired him. They straight up fired him. When I first heard, when I saw it on Twitter, that big cast was released. I almost thought that he asked for it. Like he just wanted to do something else. Cause I don't know why WWE would have fired him even with my backstage issues. 
my first thought was he was told he had to lose again and he was standing up for himself. And he had, that was my first thought. Cause I'm just like, there's no way it could have been anything other than, or I thought, well, gee, now that the program's over with Brian, maybe they fired him for that stupid thing with the little person. Well, that's what and they were just holding a grudge just, it, just to hold a grudge. It sounds like that's part of it. That. No, it, it sounds like that's certainly one of the main issues is they just had to get through the program of, with Brian instead of firing that very night. But the uh, whole point of the program with Brian was to put over Cass pretty much, I thought. Yeah, until Cass lost. Yeah. Until Cass lost. But yeah, the fact that it happens at TV on Tuesday. Uh, you know, not immediately after the pay-per-view. He does. He's not sent home, not, not on the Monday house show. And he's sent home and, no, TV and on they Tuesday. Still, they still mentioned him on TV. They mentioned him right off the bat. The first sentence they said was Daniel Bryan's win over big cast. When usually when you're right. fired that, that, that way you are persona non grata. You are you, never you mentioned, are never are mentioned again out of existence. Yeah. So yeah. that was, that was very interesting. The whole situation, like, uh, it's very possible like, Hey, big cast, you're not going to be in this thing. You're going to, you're going to be wrestling Shinsuke and getting beat by Shinsuke Nakamura for all I know. And, uh, maybe he didn't like it. And maybe that's, uh, you know what? We don't need this. We don't need you talking back. Uh, we're not in particularly impressed with you right now. And you're gone. Bye. And maybe he will be back if the, if he wants to stay a wrestler, Big Cass seems like a guy. I mean, he came from he came from a job or a career that he was going to have. He didn't have to be a wrestler, so I don't really necessarily see Big Cass as a guy who's going to be working the indies. So we'll see. We'll see if they bring him back at some point. Uh, maybe he he will learn from this experience and uh, come back humbly. But I don't know. Do you want Big Cass to come back? Is this one of the? Is this a big loss for WWE? Is it a big loss for your TV viewing? No. It's not, but at my, my, again, my thing was it's, it's a shame they didn't get to make as much money as they could have made. They, and that, that's always my thing with these types of showbiz careers oh yeah. is you need to make the money when you're hot because it, it, it ends on the turn of a dime. And when that happens, then yeah, you have to go back to be a working stiff and nobody should have to do that. <laughs> Do you think that Vince is thinking, okay, I got to, I mean, it's been a few years since we cut anybody. I want to make sure this locker room stays cohesive. There's, there's changes that just came. We did the superstar split. We did the shakeup. Uh, we got new TV deals coming. There's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of rumors about more money the company is making. Do we want to quell some of the talent requests about raises potentially? Could Vince McMahon be using big cast as an example? Like, Hey, we don't need everybody. I know we're hiring a bunch of people, but you are disposable. Could he be using Big Cass as an example? He could be, but I, I, you know what? I think it's more the opposite tact where WWE looks at itself as a benevolent company that you should be happy to be working for. Right. And you had this chance and this golden opportunity to be a star and you blew it. Well, that's the thing. Is he using this as an example? Like, hey. Big Cass did have the opportunity. I gave him the opportunity. No, you should be no, thankful I, I, that you're no, here. No, no, I just, I, th- I think it's more of a, everybody else is happy here. Why are you the knucklehead? Yeah. Be happy here is the main point. Mm-hmm. Quit being a knucklehead or else you'll get canned. Sorry about you. Well, let's go. Uh, let's go through this NXT takeover really quickly. Not, not match by match necessarily, but what did you like? What, it, what was odd to you? Uh, NXT TakeOver Chicago, I think the big news coming out of it is that Tommaso Ciampa defeated Johnny Gargano in a street fight. Uh, we did not get any new champions. And Ricochet 
defeated Velveteen Dream in what was the second longest match of the night and one of the longer matches on the weekend. Yes, it was bookmarked by two, or it was bookended by two great matches. Mm-hmm. I I thought that tag team match opener it over delivered like I wanted it to. God, did I love that match! I think Birch and Lurkin were perfect for this time and place. They got themselves over when when it was a heelish crowd cheering for the undisputed era at first, and then eventually they turned them with the work, which is a sign of a really strong match. When 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 they're when a heel crowd is cheering yeah. the baby faces oh, at yeah. the end, um, you knew they weren't going to win, but they did enough to get themselves over. And it's <laughs> again, it's the curse of the NXT tag division, where you're much better off in NXT than getting called up. And God knows, I don't think Birch and Lorkin are ever getting brought up. I think they're perfect here, doing what they do, and I think they did a lot for their longevity on this NXT roster with that match. I think so. Uh, well, they just hired Danny Bird, so I assume he's going to be there for some time. Uh, but they're definitely guys who can hang around in that tag team division. I'm a little surprised those were the two guys to get the uh, the rise up first instead of Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. Yes, there's still or time heavy for them. machinery or even the hmm. mighty. I thought all three of those teams would be pushed more than these two guys, but... Yeah. Well, the mighty, you know, the mighty are heel nows, right? And they're heels, yes. so yeah, they would be a good little matchup with uh, with the Street Profits, maybe rising in the tag team division until the Street Profits get the tag team title shot. Well, they just got destroyed by the War Raiders, so I think. Oh <laughs> darn it! Yeah, these War Raiders. I mean, this is and the gar- these oh, guys, ahead, War Raiders. We just got rid of Sanity up to the SmackDown tag team division. And now the War Raiders are basically just sanity all over again. Mm-hmm. Like, a little bit. Not, they, not they, quite. They're basically sanity. Let's be real. They're basically sanity without Eric Young. Uh, and this tag book, team division book, needs bookmark, new blood. Hold on. Bookmark that sanity debut because we need to chat about that We a can bit. chat about the sanity debut, a.k.a. Um, the War Raiders debut because they're basically the same. <laughs> uh, Gargano Ciampa w- was beautiful. Yes, I, I think it, I think it hit a lot. Of, it, you know, it, it had so many callbacks to all their other matches. Yes, that is so smart. And just watching it, and and having Johnny lose it to the point of of not being aware of his surroundings, and then blowing it for for the for the match result, I thought was perfect. I thought this had to be the ending that that it needed. Because now you can put, you can now separate the two of them. Johnny can go have some sort of inner, you know, inner struggle as he rebuilds and tries to go after. And you can have Tommaso go after the title if you want. Yeah, I, mean, I, it, I think it, that's the next so way you go. You can do here. The next way you go, if I Tommaso Champa winning this street fight, the next where the next place you go is Tommaso Champa and Aleister Black. I don't see any other match. What is Tommaso Ciampa going to do? After all that blood feud, he's not going to be hungry for the championship and he's trying to go after what, Ricochet? I I don't know what they're doing at the TV tapings. I don't know if Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa are even going to be on these TV tapings. Maybe they need some time away because they just went through this hell of a street fight match, right? I don't know. But if I'm doing the next thing for Tommaso Ciampa, it's it's, it's him challenging Aleister Black Johnny Gargano, I have no idea. Maybe he tries to to move up the ladder. Maybe he challenges someone who just also struggled on the last pay-per-view. Maybe do Johnny Gargano and someone like Velveteen Dream. I don't know if Lars Sullivan's going to be around. Lars Sullivan rushing into that program with Aleister Black and losing. 
Lars Sullivan, for all I know, could be one of these guys who starts coming up to the main roster here soon. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm thinking Tommaso Ciampa, you're right, going for the NXT championship would be the next move. And then Ciampa and Gargano will find their way back to each other. Hell, Ciampa could be champion. Gargano goes on a run. WrestleMania time. You got mm-hmm. Ciampa and Gargano one more time. Yeah. Uh, as for the other matches, uh, Dream and, and Ricochet, I thought was good, but not great. But I thought that was because the first third of the match, well, I didn't think Dream was that. It looked like he was working in slow motion or, or like or like or wrestling in clay. Well, what's funny? Really, it just yes, it, it, it's very because we talked about going into it that Velveteen Dream had to slow down and couldn't you know rush himself. And then he he took that to the extreme in some ways. Yes, he took it to the extreme, and it looked bad when he was like trying to miss moves. It just it looked like he was faking a fight, and, and it just it came off poorly. And and also just grabbing headlocks in what people were expecting to be an aerial match. I right, mean, that's yeah. just he's he's a guy that okay, this is developmental. Like he needs this time where yeah. he's wrestling, just wrestling all the time in non high pressure situations. Because he needs to learn a little bit. Ricochet doesn't need to. Gargano doesn't need to. They've been wrestling forever. Nikki Cross and and Shayna. I thought yeah. it was a nice goodbye to the character of Nikki Cross. Is it though? Uh, that's the problem. I don't think it is. <laughs> because we had the same de- debut on SmackDown. Here we go. And we might as well talk about it now. No Nikki Cross, and Nikki Cross is the best part of the act. Now you have to save Nikki Cross for when they win the tag titles. I, I think I think I think you take her off TV or and then and then she's special when she comes in. This is what I, I think, would do. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I think I think the beauty of the, the sanity act is that they they've never really done co-ed stables yeah. other than the other than what right to censor. Well, I think was DX, the last one that they DX had. when China was in there, right to censor yeah. wasn't too much of a co-ed stable. You just had ivory in there. Yeah, you're right. I, if they have a stable like that. There might be a woman involved, but it's not a a, a large part of the act, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. China wasn't the biggest part of DX. Ivory wasn't the biggest part of Right to Censor. She was a solid part. But Nikki Cross literally could be the biggest part of the Sanity Act. What do you think yeah, about this? That said, the the the, the the entrance. Oh yeah! My God, the the, the camera cuts and the zoom ins and yeah. the zoom outs. It's I get I get that you want them to be about chaos, so you have much. to show it on camera. It's too much. Up yours, you yeah. know. I, I thought the I thought the <laughs> promo with the silhouettes was great, and then yeah, the, but then and then the entrance with just all the camera effect. It was like a first year film student who thought he was being deep with the silhouette entrance when they were teasing that they were next on SmackDown and they they're walking in a line, right? So you only see one big shadow and then they just break off and you see all three. Oh, I was, they kept that camera on them so long after all three silhouettes were gone that I really thought there was going to be a fourth, a smaller one, like right in the background. That would be Nikki cross coming in. Uh, but unfortunately no. Yeah. And then the title match. Um, yeah, I think the well, main hold on, problem. Hold on. Go ahead. Hold, before we get to the title match to finish the sanity thought, sanity Sorry. goat, they have their run on SmackDown, right? They finally get a title shot. They lose. They finally get a rematch to the title. And that's when you see Nikki cross comes in. And that's what puts them over the top to beat the bludgeon brothers is tiny little Nikki cross. And I'll then bludgeon brothers are going to have to find somebody, right? 
Oh, jeez. Well, I, I mean, we thought that was going to happen with Naomi, possibly, when they were doing the Usos feud. Yeah. And I th- I thought the Usos getting beat down was, was an appropriate way to start this. I, I sure. thought that was a good good debut for them. Sure. Anyway, the title match, Aleister Black, Lars Sullivan, 14 minutes for the NXT Championship in Chicago, Illinois. The main problem with this match is it was laid out a lot like the Velveteen Dream Ricochet match. With with the baby face having to overcome a bigger guy. And it was a clash of styles. I didn't think Lars was that bad for his first big match, but he wasn't great. And that's the problem is in that position, you have to be great. Mm-hmm. And taking the phantom bump instead of just going on and calling something on the fly is inexcusable. And it's not his fault. I think that's how they're taught to do it. You know, much much like when women miss drop kicks, they'll sell them sure. more often than not. I think I think you have to let them let them not have to sell a kick that was three feet from your head, <laughs> even though the, you heard the slap. Um, that was a downer, and that that was the turd in the punch bowl. It doesn't make the it doesn't make the uh, it doesn't make the takeover bad, but it puts it on a lower tier of of takeovers, in my opinion. Yeah, so you thought those those small negatives outweighed the positive of that main event? Was it was um, it maybe was it maybe a fact too that it wasn't as important? I mean, Ricochet Velveteen Dream didn't really have anything on the line. I never thought or only Lorcan and Danny Birch would win the titles, and if they did, it was going to be a complete uh, dubstep cowboy situation where it's just let let's take two no names, give them the title, and now all of a sudden we have stars. Uh, I, I just didn't. It, it was a lot of predictability in this show. Well, well, no. It, 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 uh, when I say lower tier of takeovers, sure. it's like pizza. There's no such thing as bad pizza. There's right. no such okay. thing as a bad takeover. Okay. So far, it was still a good takeover. It just wasn't a great takeover. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, we move on to Money in the Bank 2018 from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we talked about a little bit Alexa Bliss walked out of this event as the raw women's champion. Uh, she defeated her opponents in the money in the bank ladder match. Uh, there was a time they, they did a really good near fall, basically uh, a false teaser for a finish with Becky Lynch. I really thought Becky Lynch might be the winner of this during the uh, match. So in that way, it was a huge win. Uh, let's talk about the money in the bank into the Ronda Rousey, Nia Jax, which was my by far favorite story of this event and maybe of the weekend and of the week in WWE, uh, the winner of the night, Alexa bliss. They like Alexa bliss. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she's fantastic. Poor Sasha. She's Banks. now, she's now had a title five times. Yes. She's fantastic. Oh, is she creeping up on Charlotte's eventual record of 16 title wins? Maybe. Oh, it's Charlotte. Very you, gotta, odd. you got some ways Has to go she there. Held Charlotte. The title more than Charlotte now. No, Charlotte's gotta be up there, uh, more than that. Let's see. Charlotte, Charlotte Flair has been a world champion. Ooh, she was on psych. I forgot all about that. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. She has been a champion. Uh, I wonder if they will count her NXT women's championship. I am no. going to count it for these purposes right now because it gives her six. So right now uh, with her divas champion. Okay. Let's start from the beginning. Divas champion. One time raw four times SmackDown one time. NXT one time. So that's seven world title reigns for Charlotte Flair, because when she gets that record, I guarantee they're going to count that NXT women's title. Okay. But if you took the divas and counted that as, as it morphing into the women's title and you took away the NXT title, she and Alexa have held, held a title equal number of times. So that I, says how do you lot. take away the divas title? 
Now you're just no, the making Divas, up rules. No, the Divas, the Divas title, the Divas title morphed into the Women's Championship, and nope. they count both. No, those no, two they count it both because she won a match for the Raw. She was taken away. She was stripped of the Divas title, and then okay. they had the three way for the new oh, Women's Champion, okay. and she won it. You're remembering. More That's than the I way am. I'm going with it. Well, I think she was okay. the champion going in, and she won, so she's the champion going out. But the way I look at it is, they were taking away the Divas title. No Divas title. The match, the triple threat, was for the first ever women's championship, which, of course, was not the first ever women's championship, but go for it. She is a seven-time champion. Without the NXT title, she's a six-time <laughs> champion if you're not counting it. But Alexa Bliss is certainly getting there because I'm going to go on Alexa Bliss's Wikipedia right now and guarantee she is the Raw Women's Champion three times, SmackDown Women's Champion two times, and she's been Miss Money in the Bank. So five world title reigns. Alexa Bliss is catching up to Charlotte Flair. But you know, you know next year, Charlotte Flair is going to have a run of like three title reigns. She's going to lose it. Like we're due for that. I don't know who it's going to be against. Hopefully, hopefully Jeff and hear me out. It's Nikki cross. I'd love that. Um, Sasha Banks killed herself in this money in the bank match. I mean, you could tell she wanted to be in one of these. You could tell she wanted and, to be in one. Then also, I think she was a little upset that Alexa bliss was going to have the, the shine on her the entire night. So she was going she out did, there. She didn't care. She was just reckless. She wanted to prove something. Did, didn't look happy coming in, had the boo-boo face on. Oh, poor, <laughs> poor Sasha. Poor Sasha. Yeah. And uh, I thought, you know, I thought Ember Moon really represented herself well. Oh, absolutely. I would say so. I think everyone did in this match. Uh, Natalia was my pick going in. Uh, that was, it was a completely different story. Like, there were there were a couple of stories you could have told. Natalia, one I thought was going to be good. The Alexa Bliss story that they ended up telling was fantastic. I mean, she went in here, she's... If you're watching WWE Raw, right, Alexa Bliss with the whole Nia Jax program, she was a little scaredy cat in a way, but she did end up fighting Nia. She found a way to to really go at Nia. She just happened to lose. She wasn't running away from the fight all the time. She would go in there and go toe to toe in this night. She had seven other opponents in this money in the bank match, and she went in there and won it. And then she took the fight to Nia Jax again. So Alexa Bliss, sometimes a coward, but not 100% a coward. She's not one of these chicken shit heels who's just always running away. Alexa no, she's a go. calculating heel. She is absolutely a cal- She is the cerebral, uh, cerebral assassin. She is the new Triple H. Mm-hmm. That's not far off. It really isn't. Um, yeah, and, 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 you know, where does the women's division go from here? It goes Ronda as the focus and... Oh, well, Sasha and Bailey are stuck in this garbage feud. Sasha and Bailey are stuck, stuck in a garbage stinks. feud. Stinks. Uh, you have so conveniently Ronda Rousey was suspended 30 days because of the awesome segment opening up Monday Night Raw where Ronda Rousey just went nuts, had the crowd feeding her. Uh, yeah, she was mean, mean face the whole time, but that's fine. Uh, she did the judo throws. She shoved down Kurt Angle. She, she judo throwed. Judo threw. She judo threw Kurt Angle. And then put Alexa Bliss in the Money in the Bank and that crowd in Grand Rapids, Michigan, of all places, loved Ronda Rousey. And now she's gone for 30 days. So you can do the Alexa Bliss Nia Jax program unfiltered and un, uh, not distracted by Ronda Rousey being there. And then Ronda Rousey's going to come back and Ronda Rousey going to get herself a title match, it looks like, at SummerSlam. And they're going to do the uh, arm spot with Alexa. Oh, for sure. Oh, they are absolutely going. To, they teased it a little bit if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, uh, but they are going to do the arm spot with Ronda Rousey. And that will be some fight. If it's Alexa bliss and Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam, that is your main event. Put it on last. 
<laughs> what else are you gonna do? Right, unless Brock Lesnar well, no, is indeed no, coming if back. Gets the, if she gets if she gets the title, she's going on last. I mean, she yeah, put it on last. Even if Alexa Bliss wins somehow, I don't care. Ronda Rousey, Alexa Bliss should be your main event of SummerSlam. We got the return of James Ellsworth. We did. I thought that was fantastic. Okay. I did. The, the wink, the whole, I mean, look, Oscar ended up looking stupid. It's been a bad week for Jeff favorites. It really is. <laughs> when you go between Oscar, Bailey, somewhat Sasha and the revival, I'm, I'm just over everything on, on being entertained, but damn, if James Ellsworth doesn't make Carmella's act better. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I agree with that. Actually, it's, I mean, not many people probably could, uh, but Carmella's act is better when James Ellsworth is there so that he's got that going for him. And uh, hopefully Carmella doesn't run into the same fate as her two stable mates uh, back and- in NXT. And other than that, the only thing that really moved the needle for me on Money in the Bank was I liked the AJ Shinsuke match. AJ I Shinsuke, think the wrong, wrong guy won. Uh, I agree. I think this was the time for Shinsuke Nakamura. And the fact that they are completely separating those two. Uh, Shinsuke is on to some other things. And AJ Styles, of all people, is on to Rusev, the winner of a gauntlet match. Rusev getting the title shot. Uh, that has to mean that AJ Styles is getting someone else for SummerSlam, right? Could it possibly be John Cena? Uh, something well, to that effect. Let, 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 let's let's parse a few things here. Um, on the match itself, that last kick in the balls was something. Yes, um. <laughs> yes. No, I, that and that was the spot you had to do. Uh-huh. You you were building up for months and months to AJ just getting so frustrated and being legally allowed to just wallop Shinsuke in the balls. Shinsuke Nakamura is now done as a main eventer on SmackDown. It appears that true way. Or, and, true and or false? I I would say true, and he's been lapped by at least three names. But he is a but he is at his best right now, cutting these promos. That's the problem here. Oh, dude! Oh, dude! <laughs> what did I just realized? His... Hmm? I think he might have been lapped by four names, and one of them is on vacation right now. What if okay. they're doing Rusev now? Because SummerSlam is going to be AJ Styles and Randall Keith Orton. That's a possibility. Um, Rusev is a placeholder B-level pay-per-view main event. That's all he is right now. Yeah. And they kind of, man, did they, to me, and and when I did the SmackDown show this week, this is what I really harped on. I think they blew it with Rusev on this show. Okay. Because having AJ come out, lays the belt down, they shake hands, which is great. And then they heal English. And it's like, no, just have English be happy for his boy. Because now it's going to be the story of whether or not Aiden English is going to cause tension in the act again. And is he going to try and interfere to help Rusev and blow it for him, which will make them turn into a feud? No, people want this AJ Rusev match they want rusev on top and they want to see him do well here you don't need to complicate it with, with inter stable dynamics on this one and as for since you didn't jump in i'm going on <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm looking up what i'm doing right now is looking up the extreme rules card because i'm trying to figure out you'd mentioned that aj styles and rusev would be a b-level pay-per-view main event and it very well could be the main event 
of Extreme Rules 2018, if there's no Brock Lesnar match, and it doesn't look like there's going to be, like, unless they they have the Raw match, that gauntlet or whatever they end up doing, the number one contendership go on last. Like, there's no real main event for Extreme Rules. And, right, and and they've taken out Braun out of the equation with this dumb monster. Somebody right? fell in love with. Ooh, it's Monster in the Bank. Right. There's there's a lot of uh, a lot of not really knowing what's going to happen heading into heading into SummerSlam, and we're only two pay per views away. Uh, we have Extreme Rules, and then whatever. Oh, that's the July show. Yeah, I, I think we have Extreme Rules, and then SummerSlam. SummerSlam is right. two pay per views away. So whatever they okay. do for SummerSlam, they have to get ready for at this Extreme Rules show. And if they're not going to do a return match with Rusev and AJ Styles is going to get someone else, yeah, I would say it's going to be Randy Orton. And on the Raw side, Roman Reigns could very well win this number one contendership match. Although I hope it's Bobby Lashley. I want Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. I don't necessarily know if I wanted it at SummerSlam. I thought Braun might get the SummerSlam match and you might just say, okay, Brock Lesnar, I want my title shot there. I'm not doing one of these, you know, wussy cash-ins that a Kurt Hawkins would try to do. I'm Braun Strowman. I'm a man. I'm wrestling you in the main event of SummerSlam. But now they have this number one contendership match seemingly for the title match at SummerSlam. I don't know what they're going to do. There's a lot of unpredictability. And it okay, may not let, be good let, let, me, let me go through something on SmackDown. Go through something on SmackDown. My point. Go do it and finish your point, which I probably interrupted five times. You did. Uh, as for AJ Styles, there are options. You have Randy Orton, and that's a good option to have. Yeah, he is. I'm finally glad someone said it. He's the best option. Randy Orton is a Hall of Famer right now. He should be he should be a living Hall of Famer still wrestling. This guy shouldn't wait. Doesn't have to wait the five year period. Doesn't have to wait the moratorium. This guy should be a Hall. Is Daniel Bryan in the Hall of Fame? He is, right? The Observer Hall of Fame? No, Daniel Bryan. Did Daniel Bryan get put in the WWE Hall of Fame yet? I'm. No, he didn't. I don't think he did. Right? No. Okay. No. Randy Orton should be the headliner in 2019 for the WWE Hall of Fame, and then he should wrestle in a title match at WrestleMania against Emma, like we've previously said, and he should win the championship. He should be the world heavyweight champion of Earth. <laughs> you can do Miz against AJ, but I think maybe this Daniel Bryan, maybe the reason they're cooling down Daniel Bryan in a bad tag team, tag team feud against the bludgeon brothers, which seems to be the next move. is going to be him and either <laughs> chain or Samoa Joe. Yeah, can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. Just can't wait to see what they've come up with next for Daniel Bryan. I mean, this is a guy who's going to be in the money. He's going to be in the battle Royal at WrestleMania. That's what they're going to do to Daniel Bryan. Somehow he's going to be in the battle Royal. You give me AJ Daniel Bryan with AJ healing it up a bit yeah. because he kind of plays a natural heel, even though he is the, is a baby face on screen and he still has those kind of tendencies. That's a big time match. I think I think that you could heat him up for that. Okay. Okay. Randy just I don't know. Do you really want to see Randy Orton versus AJ Styles again? Well, it's not like we saw it. I mean, it was a SmackDown main event that really didn't have a finish, right? Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I would love to see Randy Orton. And I, I don't know. It doesn't have to be at SummerSlam. What does SummerSlam even mean anymore? All these pay-per-views You're are right. the same. But yes, I would love to see a 25-minute AJ Styles-Randy Orton match where Randy Orton was motivated. Hell, if Randy Orton was given the championship and he comes in motivated to do a match with AJ, because AJ and Randy, I think, would get along. I think Randy would be like welcoming of wrestling AJ Styles. It's not a, it's not a guy he doesn't care about. It's not a guy he's going to get mad at. I would love to see a 25-minute AJ-Randy match. I think it would be awesome. 
Look, you're gonna get look in in this in this battle royal of yours in, at WrestleMania next year. You're probably gonna have Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, and Shinsuke Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre, <laughs> and Drew McIntyre, who should be the main event wrestling Emma for the championship, and Sami Zayn, and probably Kevin Owens, and mm-hmm. just you know yep. what your your main event is gonna be like Baron Corbin and the returning Big Cass. Sami Zayn underwent shoulder surgery today. He's gonna be out for a little bit. That's a bummer. Yeah. It, uh out till 2019 so you don't have your throwaway comedy heel to that your sacrificial comedy heel anymore you got to find somebody else for that role and he should come back as a baby face under a mask well no it doesn't have to be under a mask it doesn't have to be one of these <laughs> wacky gimmicks i'm just saying like this gives him a time to reset maybe maybe wait i guess for the right story like if there's a reason for him to come back as a heel fine but uh, if there's a reason for him to come back as a strong baby face, the crowd's going to miss him. He's gone enough. They're going to forget, you know, this crappy Bobby Lashley feud he just took part in. Uh, they can make something happen and Sami Zayn might have something to do or he'll just come back as a random member at the WrestleMania Battle Royal and do nothing for a while. I mean, it's one of those situations. What did you think of the Intercontinental title change? Yes. Yeah, so Dolph Ziggler is the new Intercontinental champion. When I saw... Because I was not home, I was not watching Raw live, that there was a new Intercontinental Champion, and the tweet the tweet had a picture of Dolph and Drew. I thought Drew won it. Because I'm like, they're not doing Dolph Ziggler. Drew's going to win it. Dolph is going to run circles around him and be like all celebratory. And Drew McIntyre should be the champion. No, it was Dolph Ziggler. And I, I will wait to see where they go. I'll wait to see what happens with Drew McIntyre. I like the pairing right now. I like what they're doing on television with Drew and Dolph. So I'm fine with one of them being the intercontinental champion at this point. Seth Rollins is on to more important things. Seth Rollins will end up being in this Brock Lesnar number one contendership match. I'm sure of it. He's just on new things or Jason Jordan's coming back and they're going to do that shitty tag team over again. It's going to be one of those two. This, this could be a show, Jeff. This could be the thing we do all the time is there are two outcomes. One's good. One's bad. Guess what WWE is going to do? Because we've been doing it now. This is like the third one I've pulled up on the show. And I'm really worried they're going to do the bad one all three times. And I'm not saying I know better than WWE or this is how to fix WWE. I'm not doing that show either. But when there's a clearly good story that can be told and a clearly subpar story that can be told and WWE does the clearly subpar story, there, there's something wrong with that, isn't there? I mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, you're you're exactly right. They'll always take the road most traveled. They'll take the easy way or the, the hokey way out. They, they we, we won't we won't see the interesting choice. We'll see the choice that you know they're gonna make. Asuka has now lost so many matches that she should be fired. That is not a real take, by the way. That is not okay, real. I thought you were ending the show on that. I that, was gonna say, you nope. suck. That is not a real take. No, because Jeff Hawkins, you have other WWE TV to talk about because there's 205 Live, there's NXT, anything else from Raw or SmackDown. Let me ask you this, Jeff. Okay. Let me ask you this. There was news. There was news that came out uh, from Dave Meltzer, who is the worst. Let's face it. He's the worst. But... Hideo Itami possibly working another Noah show while also being a key player on 205 Live. Is Hideo, what's going on with Hideo Itami? What do you think about 205 Live right now in their title scene and Hideo Itami possibly working Noah in this weird WWE Noah relationship that's building? I think uh, Itami is the Trojan horse into the Japanese market for them. I think they'll, they'll start working with Noah. 
If it's a conducive relationship, they may start their own NXT Japan. They may co-opt Noah and become NXT Japan. They might. They might throw money at 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 the owners of Noah and say, you know, get out in 30 minutes. We're taking these offices over, and we'll put your show on the network, and you're gonna be you're gonna be our NXT territory, as opposed kind of the opposite of what they did in England, where they basically co-opted a bunch of progress guys. Mm-hmm. And then made their own thing. We'll just buy a small indie here and build it up as our own. But I think they're just using his name because I don't. I don't think they have plans for him. I don't think they have huge plans for Japan other than they want to kind of screw over New Japan in some ways. I, I, you know, I think it's fine. I think it's great that he gets to go work shows. You know, in 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 a territory where he's known. But you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like when they ran the Hammerstein when they had their ECW and those would be the times when they'd put over Rob Van Dam. He's Rob Van Dam right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I love two Oh five lives title scene though. I Mustafa Ali and buddy Murphy could wrestle every week and I'd never be bored. The undercard I find a bit lacking cause I'm just, I'm done with the Lucha house party as an act. I was done with them with before actual, they joined with up. actual party favors. Oh, terrible, terrible. We will talk. And, we will and, talk about this, uh, this UK, tournament and nxt special next week it's airing i believe monday and tuesday i want to say or is it airing friday and saturday they're they're airing the first round they're airing the actual first round on friday okay friday i believe friday okay so we will we will get into that because there's other there's news to go into on Mm -hmm. wwe uk and all that Uh, i wanted to ask you because it's if wwe is working with other companies if they're willing to do this and you have a group on your own show uh, who just did a huge video game special with a popular group in U.S. Indies and New Japan, and they actively are trying to work together for other things. Is it possible, Jeff, in the next, I'll say any time before the end of 2019, so in the next year and a half, will we see a Young Bucks versus New Day match? No. Okay. Putting the kibosh uh- on it. I, I I don't I don't see look because I think they view that up up down down stuff as outside of the outside yeah. of canon. I think right. they I think the company says okay it's good publicity, but they're coming on to Austin's show. So so really we're the guys controlling it. Right, and it's not wrestling. Um, You're not going to get into into contract issues. Uh, they're just they're playing video games as the real yeah. life guys in a way. Okay, I I can see that. I, I would love it. I would love to see the day where it's Kenny Omega and the young bucks going up against the new day in any ring. I don't care if it's WWE. I don't care if it's something that it won't ever be seen. Like just the idea that it happened, it would be, uh, would be huge. Uh, Jeff, let's get to the poll at Rob from Indiana. You can follow Jeff at crap game 13 on Twitter. Should Jeff take the job offer? 80% Jeff say yes. Well, the 80% don't know that it would cause massive changes to my podcasting. <laughs> oh, 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 shoot. What podcast do you host? In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.